Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's... There's no costume today. There's no music. Well, I'm, I'm Wonder no Woman, though. So that's something. I'm a cheetah. What? Yeah. what I don't oh. know. A leopard? Well, Glennon. I, I cheetah. Mean, yeah, I guess so. But dang, I guess you, you, with the whole costume change last week, I guess you. This week you is always going to be a little bit of a disappointment for you. I'm sorry. A little, a little bit. A well, little here's bit, the thing. But I like the Wonder Woman. Thank you. It's November. I shouldn't be yes. wearing like a t-shirt and shorts. No. It's 70 something degrees out. I don't, I don't love this. I don't love. I don't know what's happening. Either. I don't love But it. I'm still in a fall sweater pretending. Yes. But okay. It's, well, it's, I like It's that. hot out. Yeah. It's, it's actually hot it's out. Hot. And it's going to yeah, get hotter. But I'm going to try not to complain. We're going to talk about what we have to look forward to. I think the problem with that is also, it's also contributing to my mood. <laughs> I have a lot going on this weekend. And so uh, I have very little downtime, so I don't have a lot to report That's not good today. for Corinne. No, no, it's not good for Corinne. That's like all the time for me. I never have any, and it's yeah, not well, good for me either, but... Yeah. But talk to me. What is happening? Oh, oh what are you well, doing? I'll talk. Well, I'll talk a little bit about that. Real. So this is. So I don't have a lot of downtime. I'm not. I'm not going to tell you a bunch of books that I'm going to be reading or, or a bunch of things I'm going to be doing. Got it. But Got it. I am incredibly, 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 and this will start helping me get into the mood for this episode because I'm so excited. Ashley Audrey's new book. I know. was a cover know. reveal on GMA, mm-hmm. The Whispers. It's coming this summer. I cannot wait. Did you read the little and the blurb? description? Oh, yeah, I read you? the blurb. Yeah. Why don't you just tell us everything gonna, we want to hear, read Ashley? I'm going to read just tell it. Us. These are all the things. And by the way, right? we should just say, The Push oh. is her first book. Yeah, it's right We here. loved it. We interviewed her. We fell in love with her as a writer. Uh, with her mind, with her personality, yes. and with oh my the book. So, of course, we were anxiously it. awaiting this. It's but right. then she writes this description, and I'm like, you got to be kidding me. We're going to love this, too. Oh, okay. So it opens at an end-of-summer backyard party on Harlow Street, where the well-to-do families in the neighborhood are mingling over drinks. Everything is going perfectly, just as the hostess planned, until she explodes in a fury of rage when her son disobeys her, and everyone hears her exquisite veneer crack. Soon after, the same young boy falls from his bedroom window in the middle of the night. His mother can only sit by her son's hospital bed, where she refuses to speak to anyone, including her best friend who lives across the street. The novel then follows the unraveling of four families on the street as they try to understand what happened that night and what secrets are being kept between these friends and neighbors, ones that connect them all in ways they don't know. I am so excited about but this. But didn't I, she also add about um, it explores motherhood and desire? Yes. And there was a couple yeah, yeah, other yeah. things so I was like, she, wow. Yeah, she wrote, so Ashley wrote, in the push, I wrote, that's kind of the marketing blurb. And then this is, right. in the push, I wrote about the darker side of motherhood. And in the whispers, I wanted to explore that same kind of darkness, but in the lives of women who are questioning the choices they've made and facing feelings of envy and friendships because of that. I'm interested in women's intuition about themselves and their lives, Mm -hmm. the voices they may choose to ignore because the truth feels dangerous to hear. I also wanted to write about female anger and desire and why both of these emotions feel so shameful, especially for mothers. Yeah, I I I mean, hello? Hello. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, and this is another thing about her. If you haven't listened to our interview, which you should, I've plugged it twice now, guys. But it's uh, there's spoilers in that particular interview, so make sure. And if you haven't read oh, the push, there's just something wrong with you. So please, yeah, there is. Read it and then but listen to it. It's very dark, as she said. She even in this description, she wants to explore dark themes, and she is quite possibly the lightest, oh, sunniest, <laughs> most she lovely is. person. She that is. I love that that stuff comes out of her mind yeah. because. You meet her. She's just lovely. There's she just, is. I, I mean, not, I understand the imagination works how it works, but yeah, it's which so I feel like we've and said that a few times. Like Karen Slaughter, we've said that a few times um, uh, interviewing people where you're like, this. These are some dark and twisted Have, things, and you seem so honest and open and vulnerable and interesting and fun and funny and all of these things. Completely different from what we expect from the book. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so I'm that's really an excited one. about that. I will obviously not be reading it yet. I can't wait to get a copy of it and hopefully talk to Ashley again. Um, but that is something I'm incredibly excited about. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. No. That's. Um, so where do I start? Um, I know. Okay. So are you a little am, tired today? Are you going to start with that one? I, I, that's okay. what I was going to tell Good. you. I was gonna, I'm Good. a little tired. I don't know. You probably do this more than me where you get, stay up late reading a book. Um, I am very, uh, shocker, folks, this is real news fast, very regimented about my sleep. I'm very protective of my sleep. I'm an excellent sleeper yeah. and I, I like to, I don't like to stay up late reading. I love to read. I just don't want to stay up past my bedtime. <laughs> and because all I do is think about, I'm like counting the hours of sleep. Right. I know what time I'm going to get up. I'm like, oh my God, I need my seven hours, yeah. possibly eight if yeah. I'm doing. And I was reading Kennedy Ryan's new book for our interview with her. She's mm-hmm. a romance writer. Um, and it's called Before I Let Go. And I could not stop reading i i it, it was 11 I, i'm like this is past your bedtime it's 11 30 kate it's 11 30 yeah. listen 12, you've 12 30 yeah you've loved books many books that we've discussed before and and authors we've interviewed and books you've read i have never heard this out of you i mean this no, is I wild yeah you couldn't i was just i was like I don't know. And and the other reason is I honestly genuinely get tired at night and I'm usually start I start falling asleep, which is no reflection on the book. It's just I'm tired. I cannot yeah. stop. And I was wide awake. I could have kept going. I forced myself. At some point. And then I kinda had a weird sleep because I was like thinking about the characters. Mm-hmm. And then I woke up at five thirty and I was like, I don't want to get up now. I'm like, ooh, but I could finish it. I could finish it. And I was like, don't do that. That's Long story. Amazing. I then, I waited. I waited, but I was kind of half in and out of sleep. So it was stupid. I should have just got up. Yeah. And I finished it. And I'm I'm so excited to talk to her. I was just, these, ah, these romance writers that can just bring in these other aspects, though. Mm, like, I right. love the romance. And yeah. I love the heat. This is another one that is hot. Yeah. Okay, yeah. people? It is hot. <laughs> but there is mental health issues and the... The, the couple in the story is actually divorced, which you're like, wait, what? This is a romance. Yeah. But they there there was a deep connection still between them. I just, I was into it. I was really I into it. I love So that. that's coming out. When's that coming out? I mean, uh, we interview on Monday, but weeks. I think it comes out the following yeah, week. Yeah, the 15th. So you guys, but you'll see us plugging it when, when the interview comes out. But I'm, I'm that really is very exciting. Her. Yeah. Yes. So before I let go, Kennedy Ryan, and she's written almost like 
think like 18 books. Yeah. I, I don't know where I've right. been, but <laughs> yeah, tons like, of series. You're like, I'm not introducing you to her. No. There, she yeah. has plenty of rabid fans, but uh, we're, we're exactly. now fully on board. I love it. I love it. That's so exciting. Yes. And another book that people have told, two people have told me to read that I had downloaded on Audible and just, you know how these things go. I just yeah. haven't gotten to it, is um, My Oxford Year by Julia Whelan, mm-hmm. who is the very well-known narrator for almost every Audible book you probably have ever loved or listened to. If you listen to Audible books, you know her voice. But she's also an author herself. And it's almost like if I listen to an Audible book now that's not read by Julia Whelan, I'm like, where's Julia? Where's the voice that I know? She does all of Taylor Jenkins' read, but she just did the Rewind by Alison Wynne Scotch that we just covered. So... There's countless ones. Like every author is best friends with her because they do, she reads their books. Yeah. Um, so now her voice, it's just, it's the voice I expect to hear. Yeah. And it's her own book. So that's exciting. And I've been listening to that and it's it's great so far. And no, that's her debut, but she just had her second yes. book come out. Thank you for listening. Correct. Was uh, Came out this summer, I think. Which is was. a rom-com about two audiobook readers mm-hmm. yeah that cute. one is which cute. I think is yes. is very cute yes. so I started with her first though because other people had told me to read that one mm-hmm. so I've got I, I think I've said this on other ones I can have more than one book going if one is audible and one is paper you know, text yes. like yes. yeah paper or right. kindle whatever right, right. so it's the um, only way I can do two at the same time Okay, that makes sense. So I want to go back to something you you talked about with Kennedy Ryan, how she addresses mental mm-hmm. health. And this is something that's on mm-hmm. both of our lists for this weekend is Selena Gomez's oh, yes. new um, documentary. documentary, which is on Apple mm-hmm. TV this this weekend. My Mind and Me. Yes, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm a yeah, it came out today. Big, big fan of Selena. And so I, I'm going to be interested to kind of get behind the curtain I mean she's written about about anxiety and and um bipolar yeah and but in her songs like she's you know kind of described a lot of those feelings and she's talked about it and she's also spoken openly about her she has lupus so um this is gonna be a lot going on in this documentary and I'm really excited to hear it from her yes yeah no that's definitely on both our lists and We've covered more than one of these, what I call these celebrity documentaries. Mostly, I think they're all musicians. I mean, Beyonce did one. We covered uh, Taylor Swift's Miss Americana. The Chicks had one. Um, I watched the one The Pink did. Um, I watched J-Lo had one recently. The thing about these is the ones I think are really good, and that's what I'm hearing about this one, is the ones that really go deep like show truly have the cameras rolling for everything you know some of them where they fall flat for me is when they feel a little bit like a concert like a footage promo piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah concert yeah. footage exactly any of those that you know it seems you don't really get inside but what i hear of this one is that she really she you see her breakdown you you really let inside or behind the curtain and that it, it's getting great reviews and people said she's she's super honest and open in it so i already have a good feeling yeah yeah i'm not, and I'm, you're right she's already spoken of these things before too but they're hard to do they I find are these hard, hard. To they are hard to do yes they are. yeah but but i'm so, excited to watch it for sure 
And you know, yes. you know who yes. um, promoted this already was her BFF, Taylor Swift. Oh, really? has already said, oh Taylor Swift. Yes, that she's so proud of oh. her and she's so excited to watch and, um, you know, just give her a nice little shout out. And that is another thing that I will be doing this weekend again very little time so I'm I am literally just talking about a song here but I am obsessed with mastermind Taylor oh, on I, on the new on album. the new album mm-hmm. why that particular I, oh song? my god first I just love the weird music the way it starts like it sounds like almost like a video game <laughs> like it's like oh my god, I'm gonna go back to this one then. Oh, okay it's my absolute favorite and it's just I've never had something speak so directly to what's in my head and and really oh. the the deepest parts of things in my head stuff I don't even bring up to myself let alone but and it's so spot on so it's the first line is once upon a time the planets and the fates and the stars all aligned you and I ended up in the same room at the same time so and then the entire song is about how she ma- masterminded, how she kind of made the whole thing happen and she forced her will on it. And I'm like, this is the perfect, this is exactly how I think of fate versus free will. Like fate brings things to me and then right. I grab them mastermind and hold it. Yeah. them and wrestle Mold them. them. Yes. And, yeah. and yeah. you know, just like hold very tightly and also just like work it and never let it go and never let anything unfold naturally I'm I'm trying I'm trying Um, but but Mm -hmm. my gosh it's just and so I love that she starts with that line because the entire rest of the song is how she manipulated everything and then also there's lines like I think the bridge is like uh I swear I'm only cryptic and Machiavellian because I care. It's just like, and she's (laughs) scheming like a criminal and she's always wanted people to love her and make it seem effortless. And I'm like, oh my Mm -hmm. God, it's so. Oh, I'm going to have to listen to this (gasps) now. I'm going to be analyzing the whole thing. It is my absolute favorite song. I truly listen to it. Forever. I truly listen to it on repeat. It's it's so okay. It's so good. All right. Oh, now I have to go back to that. Yes. One. I, I was, so I was wondering, do you have favorites that have stood out to you? Um, no, not because nothing. I haven't. I've only listened through once, which mm-hmm. for me is not a lot at all. Yeah. Yeah. I did like the one time through, and you know, I had to go in order. Yeah. Um, and that's all I've done so far. Oh. The only one I went back to was The Great War because... Mm-hmm. Love that as one. As you said on our interview with Alison Winscotch, her book, The Rewind, got compared to it. So I was like, oh, I got to go listen to that one again after that came out of our interview. But that's the only one I've gone back to. I love that one. I mean, to one. really, like, listen. Yeah, I yeah. love that one, The Great War, and I love um, You're On Your Own Kid. I mean, if there ever yeah, was an Aries... I like that. Uh, um, anthem you're on your own kid and you always have been I'm like yeah thank yeah. you I love it you're like, okay yeah yeah so I really like that one too and there, I mean there's so many that I like but mastermind is just it's it's okay, in my brain yeah <gasps> anything else so for what you? well what about um what about our exciting Monday do you think we're gonna be able to I don't talk know. about that I don't know I don't know let's I I don't okay. know I would hold we off. might have an exciting interview yeah we just might 
we might. So well, this is good. Well, we we'll will have it. We're people. just not sure when it will happen. Yeah. But we are we're, working we're, for it. Yeah, yeah. You guys don't know what it takes over here to, <laughs> to get the to get the gets that we want or to or to make this all happen, okay? There's yeah. a lot of yes. wishing and yes. follow up yes. and yeah. Yeah. to make the dreams happen. Yes. But m- there will be more to come. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, without a doubt. Yes. Yeah. We have a busy week regardless. Yes. And oh, and yeah. one of the things speaking of, oh, we, we do. We have a couple of interviews. Um and other stuff going on. This weekend it's the marathon in New York City and so that is Mm -hmm. a huge deal it's so funny though because it's a huge deal only if you live I happen to live uh, on On First Avenue yes on the route Mm -hmm. so if you live on the route it is a whole thing and my brother and his wife have lived or had lived on there before they moved to the suburbs for like 15 years and so they would always be like oh it's Marathon Sunday and at that time we lived downtown and we're like the what the what is it? Yeah, like, like who cares? What, what yeah. happens? I've you never really need to know for traffic purposes if you're going anywhere on the east side, you know. Yeah, but other than but that, but even that, no, because it's only if you're going to it only goes really far yeah. east. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you can go to a museum. Nothing happens. Yeah. And so right. I, for so long, was like I didn't even know the marathon was there. And then we started paying attention to it, and now we live on the route. And my God, it is like my. It's one of my favorite days. I just can't. I've gone oh, to it so many. It just doesn't do it for me. I know. Well, when I, I lived can't. on that side, when we were like in law school, I yeah. would go and I was like, I oh can't. I would, you know, it was like a drinking event, honestly, for yeah. me back then right. as a spectator. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I go, I yay. Don't. But then I'm like, I didn't even like it in Boston. Remember? Yes. At BC, yes. we were on the route. Yeah, that was and the we first. we would even know some people that would run in it, yeah. you know, inevitably. And I, I was like, okay. So I didn't know any, or if I did, I didn't know, I didn't know. But my one of my roommates ran it senior year. Yeah. And that was the first she time. She ran I, it fast. Yes. <laughs> She's the runner. She ran it fast. Is she, um, so I went to go watch it. And that was the first time I'd ever watched a marathon in any way. And it yeah. really, I mean, I, w- that was a different thing than, than the way I feel about it now. But it got me. I think it's one of those things. Yeah. Like, like the it way. It does or it doesn't. Yeah, Julia Roberts and Richard Gere and Pretty Woman. They're like the opera. You, you either get it or you don't. And oh, yeah. this is. Yep. And I got it. I remember senior year just kind of being like my mind was blown. And now I'm a mess. I go there and I am like shouting everybody's name. I can't speak without crying. Like can't shout anyone's name. And I shout everyone's name. If they have their name on them, I'm like, go, Robert, or whatever it is. Oh, I, my gosh. I scream everybody and I like my voice cracks with every single one. And oh forget it gosh. if you oh, yeah, forget it if you have like you. any sort of story presented yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. And like I, mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't. I'm like can't even oh yeah. my gosh oh yeah no then this is you're either in or out I on it then I was never so got the in. bug so in yeah yeah but so. that's exciting and it's going to be so warm yeah. which isn't oh. great for a runner no but not great, great for the spectator <laughs> that's right it's better because, than being really you know cold. sometimes it's cold yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so it'll be beautiful for you I understand for the runners it's like a little too hot it is yeah it's yeah. Really miserable and I just think I can't imagine doing I'm so I'm also in incredibly not a runner I'm like the opposite of a runner I don't know what that is but I so when I just think about these people and how long they've trained and how hard they've trained and and how 
how grueling that day is. Oh, my God. I just. Oh, no, it is. Oh. I, I know someone who's running in it. Yeah, this Sunday. Yeah. This is his third. Yeah. I And I'm like, I think you need your head examined. Yeah. I, oh. I think it says something, people that can do that. I could. I think that needs to be psychoanalyzed. Yeah. I do. But say, I do. Say, does, are, are you saying bad? <laughs> just there's something about that. Uh, these marathon runners I don't know yeah. I think if you studied them all you'd find some thread yeah and not just oh they like running do yes. you know what I mean I understand that yeah I don't know. no I do because I think that's the part I get I don't run but I get it like this need to challenge yourself beyond what what feels normal and yeah to yes to it's a little masochistic yeah I mean it's the reason why like I was i when I after I gave birth twice I was like just wanted to give birth again I just wanted to do it again yeah and so I think it's that same thought (laughs) that is okay I don't understand that but that sounds similar yes that does and you know wow I just wanted to do it again oh my gosh I just wanted to go through it it's just this must be why you it clicks for you yeah and I'm like why would you do this to yourself yeah I don't know what are you trying to prove I don't know it doesn't I know yeah I, it's not about or I could yeah. see someone who wants to do it once yeah okay but, I did it I yeah, did but, it but then it no. becomes a thing then yes. you're like I don't oh, do now anything I now I want to do better yes, exactly now, although a lot of people do do marathons just once yeah. I do I think there's a lot of people who do it's like a bucket list type thing. yes but I do think it gets addictive yeah I can totally see it like yeah. for me I, I just I just you learn so much about yourself when you are pushed to your utter limits and you think mm-hmm. like what do I do when I ha- I'm just I'm a hundred percent positive I have to give up I cannot go on yeah and, and yet something, it's kind of not a choice you and then you know. and how you find it and and how it comes to you and because those that's different for I think everyone where they dig to mm-hmm. and and what they tell themselves and the stories we tell ourselves I that's why I love giving birth <laughs> it's not like it's <laughs> so bizarre but it's just the only thing I have in that same capacity somewhat similar in terms of pain inducing and yeah and just difficulty level yeah and just do like pushing the the absolute limits of what you think you can do and what's what's possible and yeah yes no I I think that's what they're chasing yeah sure yeah so and you are cheering them on I will be with tears tears in my eyes (laughs) my throat closing up like I'm so proud. anyone listening and running look out for Corinne oh, yeah. what street will you be on no, I, I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> I if you have your name on you I will shout it every single time yeah okay well, all right a big weekend yes big weekend. big weekend we'll be back cheers this has been pop fiction women with Corinne and Kate if you enjoyed this show please tell the complicated women in your life and the men who love them Yes, tell them to listen. And then to follow on Spotify or review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And of course, share on social media. Tag us with your favorite books, TV shows, and movies starring complicated women on Facebook and Instagram at Pop Fiction Women or on Twitter at Pop underscore women. For more coverage of the women you love or to find out if you qualify as a complicated woman, go to popfictionwomen.com and keep it complicated.